0: I did.
1: Yeah. I have these notes, but I gotta say I'm just
0: fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool, pretty damn cool. Woo! Hey, it's uh it's
2: tired. I need you to do my shoot so well. Hey yo kids. What's yeah. up? Remember when I used to be dope? Yeah, I own a pocket full of fame. Well, look what you're doing now. I know. Well, I know. You're looking live on a Monday night for the Delta Center, downtown Salt Lake City, Utah. Come
0: on. Hello, boy Nope. Hello, Ryan. Hey, buddy. Listeners, this is your host Zach. I'm joined by the one and only Flink. We've got Hello. a we've got a, uh, a unique show for tonight. We do. One evening. Just an evening. Just an evening. <laughs> Let's see. Tad and Sean are uh, in the Wind Rivers, uh, which is a mountain range in Wyoming, uh, doing very manly outdoor super manly. Type, type things. Some type of slingshot competition. I don't know. They'll, they'll tell us about it when when <laughs> they, they all get back.
2: kilts. And
0: Jay is probably with a bunch of <clears throat> venture capitalists trying to figure out what island to buy next. Um, and Ryan and I are here. We're, here. We're in the Donny Den.
2: We're sweating it out.
0: It is installment. We are going to say Ryan and I were trying to figure out if we want to call it fifteen or sixteen for our loyal listeners. We do have a lost episode. It's uh, debatable on what it really is, it is. It is debatable. Uh, we will get some clarity on that when uh, when JR finishes with this merger, this latest merger he's he's working on.
2: Is this an acquisition or a
0: merger? It's good to be back. It's been two weeks for me. Yeah, brother. you're out.
2: Yeah, we had we had. I think we find you for being out and Sean because this
0: did. is Sean's second week being out. Know. But you guys played the eight man. That was a good excuse in my book. We did, we did. It's going to be interesting with, with just us. I, I don't I don't feel like uh, we have to be as is regimented to our rundown, but I do want to keep some consistency. So of uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the weekend um i'll start off i'll start off i don't i I don't have much to say um however we did have an eight man match on on friday uh myself and tad played together i think uh i think we won pretty handily Uh, this was against mountain view at the old mill it was a lot of fun um good old mountain view boys the good old mountain view boys i love those boys yep they, they they Got on their wagons and traveled east. Who played was Scheiler there? Did Mark Mark come out? No, I didn't see Mark. I didn't. I didn't see Shyler. I'm actually not sure who uh, who their pro was. Um, good group of guys though. H- had a lot of fun. Uh, the old mill. Uh, we're trying to cram in uh, a last, you know, two or three matches, and I think we've done a good job. Yeah. And then, so that was exciting. I think I took a little break on Saturday, did some things around uh, the house. Pretty nice little Saturday. I don't need to go into it. Before we get to your Saturday, you, 8-man um, is undefeated at home, right? I believe so. Okay. I believe so, and I missed the first uh, a couple 8-mans, and so I'm not sure where they were at. Um, Every
2: home course to whatever player is always an advantage, but playing Old Mill as much as we have, I'm telling you, no one's ever going to beat you guys at are- at Old Mill.
0: It's interesting, too, because, it you know, it's not the longest course. There's not, you know, there's trouble, not a ton of trouble, but it always comes down to, to the to the same thing. And, and you know this, right? You can it's, make your putts. You can make your putts, but really it's can you keep a positive attitude about those greens. You <laughs> That's true. Because um, you know, if you miss a
2: couple and you get frustrated, you start hammering them, you start hitting them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we wait for, whether, like, this last match I played with Tad, but I, I've also played with Sean this week. And, you know, you kind of start to hear – uh, you know the grumbling, especially after maybe like a whole five or six early on it's like oh, you know these are really slow, oh man, but then more putts start to come up short, and guys start to get really frustrated and then yeah. at that point, I think is when you're right it's just a waiting game it, it's just it's just kind of a waiting game, but um so I do think that there's a little a little bit of a, a, of an advantage uh, the wind blew if tad were here, he would tell you the wind blew that day on the back nine about as hard as it's ever blown on any course I played, and I can remember tough. It was it was brutal. It was a lot of fun. Tad hit one of one of the best shots I've ever seen. It was like a four iron on number it was number fifteen, the par five. I mean, the wind was blowing so hard that none of us could even come close to hitting driver. Yeah,
2: because it's coming out of the canyon at night, for those of you that aren't familiar with that high pressure in Utah.
0: Big dog leg, right. If there's no wind, so we that can kind So that wind on 15 is like right into your face. We couldn't even get to the corner with the driver, yeah. and then the layup was difficult. I'm trying to think what Tad had in. He'll, he'll let you know, but it was... It was just an absolutely majestic shot. I mean, it was like a 35-mile-an-hour wind. People say that, and they exaggerate. No, this no, this wind, you. no one, everyone's course, hat kept blowing right off. The it was brutal.
2: The, it's like up on
0: the mountain. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah, for sure. Tough
0: pin, um, you know, wind in our face, blowing 35 miles an hour, and Tad hits this four-iron, just flighted beautifully, lands about 15 feet away. You know, where that pin was back left, it's like a, a coffee table and. Anyway, it, it was an awesome shot. I wanted to give my brother a good, uh, yeah, good, good, a good, a good nice, shout out nice for shot. that. Nice it four was, iron,
2: taddy. It was, it was beautiful. Don't try um, to overtake me for four iron champion. But, How dare you? Uh, no. How dare you? Even though I still don't even hit my four iron good. <laughs> it's not
0: true. listeners. it's <laughs> not true. But we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And then for me, ride just to just to kind of finish off like yeah. I like I normally do. Uh, went up and uh, ripped a good ride in PC uh, with my wife uh, on Sunday and. And I love that. It's a great way to finish the week. We got on a nice flowy track and sick. Yeah, we were we were having a good a good time. Um, to our listeners, there is a reason, strategy, strategery, strategery, why That's I wanted I to talk about my weekend activities first, and that is because <laughs> Ryan. I'm gonna ring it in last week. Has it been last week? About about a week ago, Ryan turned 38 years old. Yeah. For his birthday, the Donnie boys, we all chipped in. We got Ryan a driver fitting, um, and then he's going to get a new driver. And yesterday, that fitting took place, and I'm just going to go ahead and pass it over to Ryan right now. And we're going to talk about that fitting and technology, oh, and, and how was it, it. <clears throat> and how did you feel?
2: Well, do I talk about my weekend, too? I mean, I would love for you. I just want, I want to put it I all together. Weekend, the fitting is going to be a highlight. The, okay. the fitting is going to be a segment unto itself. Because it was fun. Listen, and it's
0: just the two of us. It's
2: prison rules. Dude, you, and I you, was you, sweating you all like, oh, man. Dude, the fitting, okay, the fitting was crazy. But my weekend, hockey, I did some clinics up in Park City. They're so fun. I talked about it last week. I love coaching the little kids in the summer. And the older, we do, like, we split them up into the, you know, so the U10s and U8s go together, and then the U12s and 14s, and the 16s and 18s. So I pretty much got three groups with similar age groups within them. And. I have so much fun. Like the older kids are fun because I can be competitive and we I can play with them. And the little kids are fun because they're just little kids. What are we doing? Are
0: we run drills. Like what yeah. Are, what are so we I doing?
2: was I was talking about it last week. We do. I wasn't here last week. We do. We go in like week for Park City. They do um for the summer clinics. We go one week with with every group, and it's like skills. And we go the second week, and everyone does power skating. And then we do we do like different skills and then we build up. And then the last week of the month we do like a, just a geek scrimmage game. So every group for an hour just gets out and has fun. So last week was power skating. Um, Shout out Shannon, the, the gal I do the power skating with, she's amazing. Minnesota girl, like knows her shit. She's got a couple young hockey players that are coming up in the ranks, pretty good players. So that was fun Friday. This was honestly the highlight of of the weekend. So me and JR. And our wives went to Hidden, and we had dinner. We had a
0: nice country club dinner. Lovely.
2: Yeah, a little chicken fried steak. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I'm Are sure. we talking, like, pants? that we wear pants? Oh, yeah. To- no, 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 fuck. Co- I mean. Yeah, I had shorts on, but. You showered and everything. Like, this was, yeah. like, a legit Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, I showered and put my- Put my ponytail in and pulled my hair. (laughs) We had dinner, but it was quick. We just, like, had a quick dinner to eat, basically. And then we got out on the course and played, like, a Sunset 9 out at Hidden Valley. It was so fun, dude. And I played so good. Like, I birdied. We played the lakes, and I birdied one. And that par 5, it's, like, dog leg right. Hit a good drive, laid up to, like, 75 yards, and then hit a really good shot, like, 8 feet. Made my putt. Par number 2, that... Par three over the water, mm. tough. Like I overshot it and then chipped. on I hit it in the water put. when we played. And Bev parred that hole too. That's the only reason I'm telling my score. So it's amazing. Bev freaking made a legit three there, like a really good three. And then I birdied three, and then I made a bogey on four. But it was a good bogey. I mean, I made a good putt and like could have been worse. And dude, I was playing really good. I I don't that never happens when I just go out. But do you know what I told Jr is? That's how I fell in love with golf is it was us playing. It was me and you, it was Tad, it was Rudy playing sunset rounds at Old Mill with no one out there and with no one behind you, with no one in front of you, just hitting shots, being, enjoying nature, just enjoying the cool summer nights that we do have here. I I don't know. That's how I fell in love with golf. And so when I play at that time of night, I just like get really comfortable.
0: No, well, that sounds weird. No, not at all. Good vibes like, too. Bev, too Bev was there. I'm sure Bev helped oh, yeah. like bring you oh, the totally. good vibes. The music
2: was bumping. Like me and Jay had a couple drinks. Like, yeah, dude, it was cool. awesome. So That's shout amazing. out Jay for inviting us. We, me and Bev, kept joking that we had to drive a long way from where we live by the Maverick Center to get out to the Hidden from Valley the Flats. <laughs>
0: from the flats,
2: but we made it, and I appreciate Sarah and Jr. inviting us to their club. That was awesome. It was cool. super fun. So I also wanted to shout out I went to my I went and saw our boys at Sushi Groove and, and Dave. So if you're a local homie here in Utah, go check out Sushi Groove. Big supporter of the pod. And I'm a supporter of really good sushi and a good friend. So shout out Sushi Groove and Sugar House if you're if you have a hankering for some for some spicy tunes, then you know where to go. Um and then yeah, I did the driver fitting yesterday.
0: I was just so excited to talk about it. I, I know that it wasn't necessarily a part of the weekend, but I think Oh well it was extended. Yeah, extended. It, it, it was it was extended. So I yeah, I guess I guess to set it up, uh free plug here. Uh it took place at Impact Golf. Yep. In 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 Draper. Yep.
2: Yeah, shout him out.
0: Derek Fox was
2: the guy. It's it's our buddy JR, you know, really good friend, and he's done some stuff with Jay for some fittings for him and and supposedly he's, he's the guy like he's, he started this company, started impact golf. He was a college golfer, local dude played up at Weber state and he was super cool. First time I'd ever met him. He, I know he plays a lot out of hidden and, and plays some games with JR and like, and Jay's buddies, but it was a really cool place, really cool facility. He kind of walked me and Zach through there. JR left a little early and, and showed us some things they're doing, some new, new equipment they're getting in and, and, it should be. I mean, it already is a really awesome place, but
0: it yeah. was it was
2: really fun, dude. It was it was crazy. I've never done anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think I think maybe for the for the listeners and and um, myself, maybe the best way uh, to go about this <clears throat> is for me to just ask some questions. So yeah. let, let's begin with this pre-fitting. What were your fears and what were you thinking?
2: So and it well, it
0: not, not necessarily no fierce, no. no. You, but that's it's like. That's a good like, way.
2: That's what, good way to, no, totally. I'm not fucking. If there's anything that's scary in this world, it is holding a golf club that you're not comfortable hitting over a shot. You're not comfortable hitting. Like, I don't true. care. Like, you can be boogeyman, afraid of heights, but that feeling is not good. But it was with my driver. I used to hit it good. I've always hit it low since I started playing golf. And then for some reason I just started hitting it really, really shitty and, like, getting over top of it. So these guys, we always joke, but we've never really, like, addressed it. I'm glad you, like, asked the question to start it out because maybe no one knows the origins of why they all give me shit for hitting driver right-handed. When we went out and played hidden, that was before that fitting. So I'm hitting, you know, I birdie that par 5. I hit a 300-yard right-handed drive, hit it to a good spot. So I started playing right-handed because I was a switch hitter in baseball. And it slowed me down just enough. My natural swing is left-handed. With I'm a left-handed hockey player. I'm right-hand dominant. And and I just, for some reason, it gets me behind the ball. It slows me down just enough to get me behind the ball. I loved, actually, I was playing with your dad and you a couple summers ago. And, and your dad even was like, dude, that's impressive. And I'm like, no, I know, but it's, like, embarrassing that I have to, like, I should be able to just hit it left-handed. So you're right. I well, there was like I guess some fear attached to like hold, having a left-handed driver in my hands for a little bit. Cuz it'd been
0: 2 years, right? But it's
2: been two full and I would say probably 3 really. Right. But but definitely two two or three full seasons of not hitting my left hand, like literally not even touching my left-handed driver. Because I do hit my irons far. I de-loft, I get over top and I and I have that hockey swing. So if I hit a good four iron, I hit I can hit a three iron, I can hit a four, I can hit a five and I'm I'm 250 still I'm, two, I'm I hit a four iron maybe 240. It's ridiculous. And it, it maybe it gets a little roll. I mean, I've hit shots, I've hit shots up to some of not Zach, but I've hit shots up to Tad, up to Jr, up to their drives with a really good four iron. So so in my mind, I'm trying to be competitive, right? So it's not even that I'm like scared of hitting driver. We're always playing for money. We're always playing for pride. Like, I'm a competitor in anything I do. And I was telling you this after the fitting yesterday. It's like, I just want to be more competitive. And I think that's why Jay was like, okay, hey, we're doing this. And and you're going to get get driver back in your hand was the goal. And yeah.
0: I mean, I think your friends see, see you know, how well you hit your irons and how well you do everything else. And, and, look, being able to hit all the clubs in your bag is enjoyable, and, and that's an important one yeah. to hit. And your friends, you know, it's kind of an intervention, if if, <laughs> totally. if you will, if you really want to look at it like <laughs> totally. that. I don't want to speak on no, behalf of the awesome. boys, but I'm, I'm just going to pretend was, that Jay so and every, that. everyone is here. It was it was somewhat. Of You're in a safe place, and I got the I, trust I, I tree. We're, we're her in the trust tree. I tried to leave, and
2: I, yeah, I was going to go take a shit, and they were like, "No." It was <laughs> an inter,
0: It was an intervention cloaked in a birthday present, and so <laughs> that's awesome. However, yeah, smart. the kind of nerdy part of it was I've you know Ryan and I um, we both love golf. Uh, I've never really been fitted for anything. Um, you know I've seen it. I know you kind of felt the same way. We understand, yeah, like, kind of how it goes. But that was the part I was curious about. And so yeah, maybe you can kind of just uh, tell the listeners like I've from felt... start to finish, kind of what Derek had you do without breaking it all down. But and then yeah. just kind of talk Cause, about because like, yeah,
2: because I want to like I want your perspective too from sure. being there and like seeing it and sure. Watching me sweat through it.
0: Like and Jay a, was there as well.
2: Like a whore in church. But no, so this dude is super chill, and it was cool. It was a good environment. And um, he just had me take a couple swings with the driver I have that is an old, older Callaway and real heavy shaft, which which the local pro that put me into this specific driver and shaft combo, I think he did a good job. It just – I wasn't hitting on a launch monitor back then To for him. He just knew my – he's like, oh, you know, this is – and he asked me questions too. That's what I really liked about it. But then Derek was like, okay, well, you know, we need something like this. And, the, and just like you guys, and JR knows this because he's been fit, but those guys will just rapid fire everything at you until they get these numbers to where they want them to be. So it's like your spin rate, your angle of attack, your like maybe launch angle, like what are some of the other ones? My swing path is one that I that is my bugger that I really
0: got to fight. Was it Smash Factor? Smash fact. that, that was real. That had was really the one good. There. I kept.
2: I was doing good on yeah. that. I don't even know what that is. What is Smash maybe,
0: Factor? Maybe, maybe, maybe what we should also do is I'll interject real quick and yeah. I'm going to tell the listeners the 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 main issues you were struggling with. You know, really elevating the ball. The very the all the reasons that you hit really long, impressive iron shots. Those are the same reasons why you struggle with your do- your driver. Yeah. You don't necessarily want to de loft your driver. It's my swing path and my face angle combined. We're equaling. Straight. And kind deep. of a, like, yeah, kind yeah. of a low hook. And, and so Derek uh, was trying to just kind of help Ryan elevate it and get his kind of um, shot path a little bit more consistent. And, yeah, he started wrapping, firing shafts. So what clubs did you hit? I mean, I know we're not going to, you know, we're not going to talk about this for a long time, but hit, it, it's fun to kind of go over it. So start starts you off with a Callaway.
2: Yeah, Callaway, um, Ping, and then those, he had me in two different tailor-mades um the stealth both of them were stealths but they were like two different stealths i don't know what maybe a loft was different they actually looked the same to me but they were different and then another ping um which was the one that we ended up like is in my ball speed and my club head speed were all really really consistent throughout all of them except for the ping i i shouldn't say i hit the ping exceptionally well That i hit the stealths like shit like the my ball speed went like way down my club head speed went down a tiny bit and so he was tinkering with the shafts cuz that obviously can play a part in it and he we could never with the stealth head we couldn't ever find a combination that and that was the one he put on first which makes me think um you know maybe they're like have a little better deal with TaylorMade or something which is fine like that's all good so the stealth was the first one we tried and so I didn't really know any difference we did like four different shafts with each stealth before we went to the the i believe that cow maybe the callaway was first i forget which one we went we did first
0: but yeah like, i think it might have been the callaway and then the and then the stealth and second then we, and then the ping right and we did like i said we did
2: he was he was awesome we did you know three or four different shaft combinations i probably hit dude i probably had 150 drives Right. And what well, was my swing speed? We were figuring this out. Why my back hurts so damn bad. I was. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> I was take me long to driving figure driving up out. to Park City last night, and I called Zach, and I'm like, dude, I'm already sore. And and he's like, well, yeah, dude, you have your swing speeds, 120 miles an hour, and you took 100 swings. <laughs> it
0: was. It was. I think when we got in your early swings, uh, and Jay can um, confirm this, I think, next week. But I think the early swings, you were around 112, maybe 113. But we were actually trying to get you and and Derek to slow down a little bit to sync your hands up with your body. And so you were actually drives were lower. Your, your best drives ended up being around, I I think it was around 104, 105, 106 miles an hour. And then I think that's where that smash factor comes in. I think it's, it's like the ratio uh, of like your, your swing speed and your ball speed and and kind of syncing that up. He kept
2: saying, I was, he kept saying I was doing, he's like, that's really good. He's like, you're that's, but it's just all about my angle. And, And combined with the swing path is what the issue was and he was I remember him talking about that club head speed and he's like dude this is a good thing because we'll get everything dialed and you'll be hitting it just as far as you think you will be able to and you're still going to have some in the tank for when you want to like pull something out and which I like that like that's as an athlete I love hearing that when when you can practice something and then save something up for
0: a time when you really need it like that can I love hearing that yeah, I mean, slowing down and sinking up is allowing you to to hit the ball in the center of the face. I mean, swinging 115, 118 miles an hour and hitting off the hill. Yeah, it does doesn't doesn't really doesn't really
2: matter. I'm not going to say I know we're both thinking of a person right now <laughs> that has a high swing
0: speed and a Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> I'd love if he was listening to this. That's all we'll say. Tad, Tad, get it. Joey Bag of Donuts. Uh, we love you, buddy. Shout out, Joey. Shout out. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like I said, we we don't need to nerd out too much, but I just you know I just oh, kind of wanted to know like cool, how huh? how you felt about it and and just it was it was interesting and, and he was very number based and I like yeah. what he was saying to you and I think you know he had you you know with some really good visuals like with the face trying to hold the face and not you know yeah yeah, yeah. no and he's a good
2: teacher too you can tell because he was he morphed it and he was telling me you know a normal club fitting wouldn't have been he kind of mixed it and morphed it into a lesson type deal, which was awesome of him to do. And I know he's a friend of Jay's and, and he, <laughs> he was awesome. He like, he name dropped a couple, you know, he knows Weirzy and mentioned a few guys cause I'm a lefty and, and we were trying to like, you know, work through my issues. And, and he's like, Hey, to be honest, you have the complete opposite problem of 99% of people I coach, which is like kind of a good thing. You don't hit that over the top slice and He's like, you're coming to, and so, so instantly he was, like, connecting with me in a way where I don't, I'm not Bryson DeChambeau, like, I don't know a lot of golf terms and lingo, and, and I mean, I do, but I don't, and he did break it down really well, he set up, at one point he even laid out some, you know, he got the pool noodles out, and, yep. like, try this, and. And it was cool.
0: I, I mean, we. he actually even said, he's he like. You put those clips on your nipples, <laughs> which I thought. Remember that? That, that was weird. weird. I was like, that okay. That was super weird. He was like, trust me on this. I know. I'm and like, they yeah. kept
2: slipping off because I was so sweaty, but yeah. it was crazy. But we did, like he even said at the end, he's like, from where you went numbers-wise in an hour was pretty insane. So I'm happy to hear that, that I can at least still be an athlete to a degree.
0: Well, the athlete in you, I think, allows you to take direction. And, and I, that's, I love, that's why when he gave you that visual of, of the listeners, you know, it's a simulator with all the information at the bottom. Um, But it was, I think that there was a house down the right-hand side of the fairway. It's a driving range background, but there There is, if you, if you were to hit one way, right, there's a house and yeah. So because Ryan doesn't have uh, the over the top move that causes, um, you know, a huge slice, he gets stuck underneath. We were actually trying to get Ryan more on top of the ball. And so he was kind of having Ryan um, feel like he was going to hit it at that house down the right side of the range to get his club going right. And doing so, the ball started to straighten out. And I think once Ryan got the, once you got the feel of it, and then you yeah. saw the results, then then it becomes
2: well. And then it's funny repeatable. too, where if I wasn't an athlete, this would be really difficult. So maybe he knew too. After thirty minutes, he was probably like, okay, I I can work with this kid for a sec. So he was having me, like Zach said, he's like, okay, hey, aim at the house. He's like, try to hit it. Try to pretend you're trying to hit that house. And then he's like, but I want your hands. So the house is on the right side of this simulator driving range. And on the complete left side of the range is a bunker. So he's like, hit the house with your ball, with your," and then I want your hands to go at the bunker on the other side. And if you weren't an athlete, like even for me, I was like, "Oh, uh, okay. You want my hands to finish where and, and me to aim where? But it sure as shit, dude. It was the only cut I hit in yeah. 100 and whatever shots I hit, two cuts. And it was after he visually was like, try this. And
0: it was cool. Whatever. It yeah. was fun. No, it was it, it was cool. And I'm glad. Uh, I just want to talk about it a little yeah. bit. And uh, thanks to all my Brick
2: homies and JR for setting this up and Zach for being there and Jay for being there. It was super fun. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it, buddy. I felt the
2: love, dude. It was rad.
0: Yeah, and so uh, I guess just to kind of put a pin in it. So we just got to wait. Uh, oh, I did want to add one more thing. He's, he's going to get you a donkey grip, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, he's like this grip. This yeah. grip is too small. He's like, we got to slow down so your we hand.
2: Can, so we really could get into this, but if Sean were here, he'd be laughing. So he knows what I'm going to say. Me and Sean have talked about putting a putter grip on my driver.
0: It's radical. <laughs> Okay, I'm listening. But I won't do it. I,
2: I can't. There's no way. I can't step up to a tee box at a, at a country club or at a reputable Muni with a driver with a putter.
0: Grip. A reputable Muni. <laughs> hey, guys, get a load of this. <laughs> hey, Craig, come here. Get a load I of guess this.
2: If, I guess unless I, if I hit it 330 with a little baby draw every time, I would do it. Well, wait. Tell me what your reasoning is uh, for Just it. Just slow my hands down and like not get my oh, hands so you, oh
0: you mean one of the larger putter not even, grips you're so talking even like a super stroke? you want to even put a one super of the massive oh.
2: ones but more so because they're flat fronted oh so it would like keep oh, my see. hands more quiet
0: with not mm. a rounded grip yeah so so not like a big giant one i've got an idea if this donkey grip doesn't work <laughs> i was thinking about it i was like cuz really that's all we need to do is slow your hands down i'm like if i could somehow just fast like fasten a bunch of pine cones to the grip you know what i mean so, so i couldn't hold it so it's like you can't like you can hold it yeah, but yeah. you can't really hold it That's actually really smart okay we'll All talk right. about we'll it we'll show it for now like yeah so anyway uh we'll 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 keep you posted listeners but uh yeah we're gonna in, in workshop the end, we're,
2: we'll workshop the grip and get back to
0: you in the end i believe it was a ping we'll end there right yep. It, yep. it ended up being a ping ping was my jam okay um awesome yeah it was fun Okay, boys, uh, moving on. Moving Let's on. Let's see. Oh, hey, any questions? Do we have any questions from from the hotline? Do oh, we yeah. have anybody that had some inquir- We do. Inquiries? We don't have
2: any voicemails, so no one's going to win a head cover, unfortunately. Well. But we do have three or four questions. Three or four? Um, so hotline, 801 200 uh, we need to do a better job promoting this on Instagram and stuff because whenever we do that, we get a lot of... We're to uh, do a
0: better job all around, do we? Don't get we? a lot of action.
2: But, and we really do. This is like the most fun segment. So someone sent us a video, but I don't know if I should play it because I haven't.
0: Well, let's... Should I play the video? I mean, there might be... Audio. Well, can you play it and turn the volume down? Just, is is it like a snuff I film? I, I mean, I don't know. There's a, there's a chance. Okay. Okay, we'll do the questions first. Okay, let's
2: do that. <laughs> okay um what's up donnybrook podcast i know this isn't relevant to the out-of-state listeners but would you rank the top five public courses in utah and your top five private courses oh wow that's from the 801 um yeah because we do like the local flavor here and that's a really good question but i i don't know what do you like courses we've played No, I think think, just any that we because I don't even I haven't played every I think maybe
0: I just took it. Maybe he was just asking, like, what do we think, uh, you know, our thoughts. And so I guess it would have to be courses that we have played before. Do you Uh, want to
2: wait till all the homies are back or should we, like, give a couple of ours?
0: I mean, I think maybe we can give, uh, you know, one each right now. But I don't I certainly don't want to rush my answers and then maybe offend someone at at one of these um, reputable Muni's as you would say. Love a good old reputable Muni. Uh, but I mean, yeah, how that about, might need to be a hat. How how about how about uh, just, you know, let's start with public. What are some public courses that that we really that we really like? When I when it when it first pops off, I love Old Mill and like
2: that's cuz of where it's at and we we played okay. it a lot. and it just yeah.
0: is like the vibes are good.
2: Okay. I love Mountain Dell cuz it's close and it's 36 and there's like it's fun. The Park City Muni is maybe okay. one of my all-time favorite public courses in the state
0: great public course.
2: But then but you can't argue with like value view like mm-hmm. and, and you'll probably the barn like
0: Well, and those I, and are
2: just courses that I haven't played as much, but they're better courses in all honesty. Like it's not I say Old Mill and Old Mill is not the best
0: golf course in the state. But Right. That's like, that's what I was going to say. I don't I, if our listener you kind of gave you listed some courses that are just that like, are are like near heart. and dear yes. exactly, near and dear to your heart whereas we've finished each other's sandwiches <laughs> on that one this is crazy uh it's crazy but if if if, look how about we do this he probably wants to know you know what we think are you know like the best not necessarily like what's a little hug to you on a a rainy day yeah yeah. Uh, but the barn for me i i I do love i guess i guess if we were going like yeah he does public public courses where you know you'd it just says rank your top five public courses oh, well and top five. Public oh, he you said your top five. Yeah. Your top five.
2: It Doesn't say best. It says so. Your you own.
0: know what? I digress. Keep going. So uh, you I were mean, at you know. were at the barn. I just. I mean not like.
2: But if but if we were, I think it's a very legitimate thing to put them in two different categories, yeah. like what we think is like, hey, if you're in town on a business trip and you've got four hours to kill, yeah. Or if you're on a golf trip in St. George. Or, you know, there's, like, way different ways to think about this question.
0: I know that usually, you know, throughout the years, whether it's us or, like, even my dad and I, like, there's a few courses every year that we always try to play. Um, like, Birch Creek is a good example. Yeah. I've like, never we, we love it so much. It's, it's so sick. Like, that's awesome. You know, there are some really good public courses in terms of, you know, Wasatch, Soldier Hollow, Go Down mm-hmm. South, Sand Hollow. There's a lot of good public courses here in Utah. There's so many. But what I think we'll do. I mean, there's none at all. I can't think of any. No, at least a couple, though. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk to the boys because I think that's a great question. And I know it's going to create, you know, some, especially if we start getting at like what's better. Uh, But if it's just, you know, what do we think? Yeah. So we
2: just tossed a few into the Muni salad.
0: So what's your what's your course that gives you that biggest hug? Let's let's stay let's let's stay there. What's the course where you're just like, man, like I could come out here and shoot 85 or 75 or 65, and I'm gonna, I just I like being out here. I
2: mean, I could say that about probably any course because that's pretty much what I do every time I play golf.
0: It's (laughs) not the answer we're (laughs) looking for, but any any course. No,
2: I I, Park City, Muni. Yeah, that's That's like so vibey for me, and like I have so many good memories of like the boys. Vibey's good word. Playing there with my wife, like we used to go up and play that course all the time. And like we know a couple of the pros up there and it's just like super chill. And it's close to home for my parents have a home really close to there. And it's like, I don't know, it just is. It feels like you're in the little, like you said, a hug on a rainy day. I love that term.
0: That's a great one. I, I love that course. I, I really do. Like in any type of weather, that course gets a lot of play too. It's a lot of play. You can get out there sometimes in the summer, and it's yeah. There's times where it's brutal, and yeah, that's funny. But what's what's your if you had to pick one? I mean, what's you your, said it. Like I would, I would say for me, especially like being a little more nostalgic uh at my advanced age, I would, I would say the barn. Your
2: advanced age.
0: I would say, like yeah, your
2: AARPS. <laughs> yeah, the barn is defense win championship. <clears throat> I think I've only played there once, and that course is freaking unreal. Like,
0: yeah. It's it's short, you know. It's small greens, but it, it's just like you. There's there is some nostalgia there. I use that word again. Like I, it's my first job, and it's like a like mom like and pop shop. Fifteen, That's yeah. It was right it at was, the mouth of that can of
2: North Ogden Canyon or whatever.
0: Yep. So the the pro there now, Corey Woodland. Um, his you know his father Kelly was a pro for a long time, and and Kelly's wife's father, Kelly's wife's family owned it. Um, and it's just this awesome golfing family, and and. Yeah, and in the trees now. I mean, there's like the aesthetics of it are, are great too. You've got, you know, the trees are just massive. There's so many holes, even in part threes where you kind of have to navigate it. And then the backdrop is, you know, that twelve twelve thousand foot, you know, Ben Lomond Peak. It's just, it's just great. Super I, cool. I love, I love being out. We'll get up there. Rex wants to see you. Yeah, dude, I miss you, Dad. We gotta go play. What's your, what's your like,
2: random private considerations? Do you have any like considerations? Yeah for
0: your consideration. I mean, I've had, I mean, the courses I have fun at, I mean, I think you and I would would agree on, you know, the, the country clubs within, you know, an hour here are awesome. We like, you know, Willow and, yeah. and Ogden. Um, Other than Entrada, I've never played a, a club south down Lake. south. So I've, like, I know
2: there's, like, Bloomington and uh, there's a couple.
0: Yeah, there there are. I, I haven't I, – you know, I actually haven't played Bloomington either. Uh, You know, the Victory Ranch that that some of our boys yeah. just played, Tad and Sean, that's a great one. I was – I've only played this course once. Um, It was uh, some years ago with uh, Jeff Kai. Kaiser. Kai. Tuahe. Tuahe. Uh, yeah. Tua I've was, never played was... either. I've never played Victory
2: or Tuahe. Those are cool both on opposite sides of Jordan L. Reservoir, right. Which is cool. Yeah, I mean – Dude, we need to go play the Hideout.
0: Yeah, the that, Hideout would be that cool.
2: nine hole. I drove by it. I took my kids to Jordan L last week, and and me and Bev took them, and we drive like right by that that Hideout course. I feel like that's like a hidden gem that we don't know about.
0: That's a great one. You know what we need though? We need when he gets back. We just need Tad here. Tad, Tad's Tad's got like context about all these places. He's that's true. He, he's played them all. He's um, like
2: Nibley uh, for the history because because again we do have a lot of rich golf history in this state. So it's tough to especially with the public courses and the country clubs, you know, like you, Ogden Country Club, the oldest club in the state, right? I just
0: we're just for we're 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 fortunate. We have we have good golf courses from yeah. northern Utah down. I mean, I play golf in Logan, you know, Eagle Mountain at the, the you know, the mouth of the canyon in Brigham City is amazing. You know, you just keep heading south and there's Everywhere. a bunch of there's a bunch of great courses. So that's a great question and that's definitely one that we're gonna we're going to ask the boys about. So, uh, you know, we kind of gave our, yeah. our answers. But um, it's got to be West Bountiful. Anyway. Yep. So
2: <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, next question. That was a great question. Thank you, 801. Um, hey, Donnie boys. Mike from Andover here. Oh, we got, hey, Mike. We got a Boston boy. Question for the boys. Sent you your hockey guys and the name Donnie Brook. Have any of you ever had a dust up on the course worth mentioning? Thanks, boys. Super entertaining show. Keep the mitts up, Mike. I like that, Mike.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's a great question. Uh, dust up. I mean, nothing, for me, nothing cuffs, but I think, like, all of us have been in. Some close ones. Yeah, some close ones. And I'm, like, a couple of them, you know, like, with Tad. Um, <laughs> it was, like, Tad and I years ago, like, It was like Tad and I, years ago, were playing uh, Mountain View. I think it might have been with Mark and and one other person. And somebody on hole 17, I guess, thought like, and Tad hopefully can confirm this, that like Tad's three would like, that he hit landed a little close to this guy and, (laughs) <laughs> I, I do I do remember – I don't have a lot of great details from it other than this. I, I do remember – I've got a couple
2: really good ones. I just this.
0: remember this guy going off, and then at some point, like, Tad and I just kind of let him, and this guy was, like, kind of threatening, like, what he was going to do yeah. and who, who he was going to talk to. And at that point, Tad and I, like, you know, one of us looked at him and said, well, we're fucking playing with the head pro. He's right there. You can go tell him. <laughs> he was, like, in our group, I mean – but it was just little things, Leave it little tad. little yeah, little, little things like that. I'm sure, as you're so as you're good. as you're telling me, I'll I'll try to kind of think through some. See if you
2: can come up with another one because instantly I've got a couple that, and one yeah, of is like super recent, dude. And so so two summers ago, but it was the very end of summer. Me and Zach Mickelson, our other Zach buddy, we're up at Park City. It's funny we were talking about Park City and you saying it gets played a lot. So there's a Twilight right there. So if you want to go play Twilight, it starts at seven or whatever. It's cheap. You gotta walk, play as many holes as you can, and you know, it's like thirteen bucks or whatever. But we had a tea time. So I know, Zach knows the assistant pro there, Sean. Shout out Sean. And I I had a tea time like a few days before, and it was the last tea time before Twilight. It was like six forty or whatever. And it was during COVID too, when the tea times were like way spread out. So I'm I have my rocket box on my Forerunner, so I can't park underground there. And if you know the Park City Muni, it shares it it shares a parking lot with like Ruth's Chris and like Hotel Park City, and there was no spots. I can't park in the underground because I have my rocket box on. So I pull up the road into the neighborhood and I park up by the driving range and I run down so I'm running a couple minutes late by this point cuz I've looked for a spot but it's still pay. but it's still our tea time is 6:40 it's the last tea time before before twilight and it's maybe 6:45 so I call Mickelson he's there I say pay for me say what up to Sean I'll meet you on the first tee so I run down it's 12 minutes before 7 we get down there and there is 25 dudes standing on the tee box waiting for twilight And the second 7 o'clock hits, it's like first come, first serve, and they start going, right? So they're all just sitting there. And I I fly up to the tee box. Mickelson's sitting there in a cart, kind of not, you know, just like off to the side. And I walk up, and I wave him up, and I tee my ball up, and I start doing my pre-shot routine. And I get up over the ball, and right when I'm going into my backswing, I hear this voice behind me go, you're not even going to look back here? And I stop my swing and I turn around and I go, excuse me. And he goes, you're not even going to look back here. Do you not see the line of people waiting? And I look down and I had like an Apple watch on and I looked at my watch and it was at this point it was like 6:50, and I looked at him and I was like, what makes you think I'm playing twilight? And he's like, we're all waiting for twilight. Like, I don't know if he was a little confused. Right. right. And I was like, I have a tea time before twilight starts do you see our cart right there that i just put my bag on we're not playing twilight and i fucking lost it on this kid (laughs) oh i love it i love it i went apeshit i was like you need to be nice to people i'm like it's a piece of shit like i i fucking like i I don't know what i had bottled up yeah i probably hadn't played hockey in a couple weeks and i was a little tight i unloaded on this kid it's healthy and dude i was and he fucking sat down. He like sat on the grass. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. And none of his buddies, like one of his buddies was like, we're good, we're good. And I'm like, I don't think we are. Like, <laughs> and
0: I. People was, just, people right off the bat just bring that fucking dude, negative energy to the golf course. And, and it's I, like... and
2: I will say, our buddy Zach is 6'6, 225. He's a big boy. We call him Big Zach. He's a big boy. and But that I seriously would have fought every single one of those kids right there. And I told Zach, I'm like, dude, I haven't had one for a minute. Like while I was talking to the kid, I kind of went into like hockey, like freak out mode. So I don't even remember saying this, but he told me I said this after. So I was like talking to the kid and telling him like he was a dick. And I was looking back at, at our buddy Zach and I was like, dude, I haven't had one in a sec. Like, I want right. to fight him. Right. <laughs> and Zach was I, like, I need this. Did. And Zach was like, dude, like, you scared. Like, that kid literally shit himself. And I was like, good. Cause he should have. Cause, dude, you never, like, no one would do that. No one would go no. tee up ahead of 20 dudes to just, like, be a dick and try to, like, hurry. And, like, no one would do that. No, so, use,
0: use some common sense.
2: Or say something to me before I'm in my backswing and be like, hey, were you guys, or, like, I don't know see the cart do whatever but There's better way the second one i got because i
0: know you have a juicy one too no i mean i i don't actually i'm gonna let you tell that i'll, I'll tell a quick one af- after you tell this and it's i was just thinking of a day kind of on the other side where you know tad and i worked at the old mill for a long time would run the counter on holidays weekends really busy days and times and and people would get you know frustrated yeah. and i i as you were kind of telling me that you were chastising this guy for, you know, just being an asshole, you know, and then treating people. Yeah. I, 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 do have a story as it relates to that, but to uh, keep going cause you actually have me, uh, so I have, like your stories, right? So two at old mill, but one wasn't a big deal. So there was some
2: kids that ran out and I guess they were on, let's see, they would have been on 13 on the par five kind of coming down the hill. And we were on five going up the hill, which is adjacent. And, their ball was in our fairway and they just came out into our fairway without looking at the tee box like i think tad was like or or trevin or someone was like ball in the ground and and they walked out and not only did they walk out cuz it's one thing to just hit your shot and then fly back across the fairway but they couldn't hit yet and they thought they were going to hit the green from where they were and that dude and his buddy in the cart sat there in the middle of the fairway on 5 playing hole 13 without even looking so we all hit over top of them, and nice. boy, that pissed them off. Uh-oh. And if you've ever played old mill, if you see someone on five and th- if you're on five or thirteen, you will see that group again when you're done because you're about like if they play nine and you're playing the last, or or you see them when you turn. I swear you always see the same people. But we saw them in the parking lot and like shit almost went down, but it wasn't. I told the kid the same thing. I, I'm like, dude, you need to pay attention, bro. Like in – if we would have hit it at you, we would have yelled, but they saw the first one they heard go over top of them. And then doof, 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 three more come flying over, but we all hit good shots. And the last one I got to say, and I don't even know if we, can we talk about the, like the incident with Tyler and like the Utah jazz player. Do you remember that?
0: Vaguely, vaguely. Cause uh, that was, cause that
2: is like, that, that was that, at
0: the mill, right? Yeah. Was there a weapon pulled?
2: There was, I believe, a weapon pulled, and
0: Tyler got punched in the face. Mm. Yeah, we'll look into that. We'll talk yeah. to our we'll talk we'll talk to our producer <laughs> um, when he, when he gets. We might not be able to talk about when that. he when he gets back into town. Yeah, I, I knew that as you would talk, I could kind of flip through and think, and like, I I do have a I I mean honestly, listening to you, I mean those guys were idiots. And by the way, that happens yeah. like every day I know. At, at that course on that yeah. whole – Have you played green Springs in in St. George in the, the, the Canyon part three, um, number five, right? Is that number five? I'm not not
2: super familiar with that course, but
0: I have played it. Well, I'll look it up. Uh, for our listeners, it's, it's a pretty stunning hole, Southern Utah, red rocks. Uh, the tee box is on one side of a Canyon and the greens on the other side and it's Actually quite the drive to get from tee box to green. Uh the cart path, you know, goes I was just severely there too. downhill. Um, and is and, it yeah. the
2: blind shot that you
0: Well that's the following hole. You go oh. back over the canyon, but the par three is just it's not very long. It's, you know, probably anywhere from about like one fifty to one seventy, somewhere like that. But it's 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 a very severe looking shot, just, just with the canyons. But so I'm out there playing with my friend Ian. Shout out to Ian. <coughs> And Enie and I hit our tee shots and we are driving to the green. And as I said, it's a pretty substantial drop to get down in the Canyon and then back up. We get up to the green. um, And we notice that there are our balls and then two other balls on the green. What the fuck? And so we go and we mark our balls and we look at those two balls. I don't even think anything of it. We hadn't looked back and I think we did something with the golf balls. I think we, uh, we just tossed him, tossed mm. him to the side and <clears throat> went on to start, you know, playing our shot. We thought we heard some yelling. <laughs> we kind of looked back and there were a couple of guys and they were kind of like waving their arms. We, we weren't really sure because, again, they're on the other side so of the canyon. So they were like point. on the whites or whatever. So they're on the tee box, yeah, yeah of, of the hole. And we, we finish. We go back to That's our car. Awesome. The following hole um, is a par four and you come back across that canyon. Yeah. What a lot of people do is, especially if they're walking, um, there's a little bridge that you can take to get across that way. they'll After they play the par three, they'll bring their clubs over there and then just walk with their driver, yeah. you know, all the way back to the tee box so they don't have to carry their clubs that far. Well, that's pretty much where our tee shots ended up as we were teeing off on the next hole. Hit our shots, they're in our fairway. We get up there these guys just start going off on us about like, how dare we move their golf balls like that was their ball on the green. Like what the hell are we doing? And I, I was jaw dropped. I looked at this guy and I said, you're playing behind us. I said, wait a minute. Did yeah, you tee no off? Clue. I said, did you tee off why we were driving to the green? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you obviously don't know golf. He's like the group behind you always has the right to come up. And I said, what? Yeah, what? And he said, yeah, the group behind you, can come up whenever they want. You know, it's, he's talking about pace of play. And, and you know, so I'm they like, I, obviously. And a lot of our listeners will understand, but this, this was his argument. And so I said to him, look, there are times when you can be waved up. I'm like, but there's communications between the two groups. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I mean, it's just, it, it didn't come to, you know, any, any fisticuffs, but it was one of the most bizarre situations, like, I've ever been in. For him to just think, yeah. because we weren't on the green, the green is open, yeah. and and he's fine. But yet we were just supposed to know that, that he had hit up. It was, Dude. it was, it was pretty bizarre. That that falls under the category of just people not paying attention
2: and being like,
0: no, because he could not paying attention no, to life. Guys like that are just fucking just idiots. Like real yeah,
2: he was just being a dick. That's true. Well, Mike, great question, and shout out Andover. If he's talking about Andover, Mass. Thanks, Mike. I don't know any other Andovers. I don't either. So, shout out Andover. Okay. Um. Now we got... Hey, guys. Just started listening to you guys a couple weeks ago, and I love the show. Keep it going. My question is, what do you think about the lawsuit? Oh. Ooh, I know. He yeah. must have snuck this in. Like that Some of the live players have brought against the PGA Tour.
0: Thank you wow i mean that just happened so he must have uh or he or she must this have snuck. just this yeah. was
2: today this just came in today
0: cool i mean i don't know how much how much you've seen right what i saw was that it's a it's 11 players um the, the names i saw right off the bat were phil mickelson uh D. chambeau and gooch these are 11 players um that are on the live tour that have been suspended so i think there's a little hiatus going on in the live right now. So they, they've filed suit against the PGA Tour because they think that it's unjust that they can't play, like, for example, in the FedEx Cup playoffs, right? Yeah, and I don't know a ton about
2: it. I know me and JR talked about it a little bit last week where it's an antitrust lawsuit, mm-hmm. and so they think they had lawyers probably instantaneous Like, right when this went down, they're all these players. I'm sure it was
0: anticipated by the yeah, PGA Tour. And to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone's Both been preparing sides. for so,
2: it. So with that being said, I think they tried to figure out which avenue is best and they figured this is the one where their independent contractors, like they shouldn't be able to be like blackballed out of their own business, out of the what they do for a living. So, dude, I I mean, these dudes make a lot of money. I've, I've had to hire a few in my day and attorneys make a shitload. So if that if this is going where it is, I'm assuming they
0: think they have a case. Yeah, and I mean, I it, it will be interesting. I mean, companies can do what they want. I mean, we've we've seen that, you know. But, no, things, but nonprofits can. We've seen throughout. But I mean, they they are not an employee of the PGA Tour anymore. They now, you know, this is what I read by the way mm-hmm. uh, today, just like the little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that, that's I don't like know. That's like what the PGA Tour is, I guess, kind of saying is that you know they're they're not you know they're not employees of ours anymore. You know, yeah. they're not they're not affiliated with us. I think you're right though. Everybody knew it was coming. The PJ Tour sounds like they knew it was coming. We were just kind of waiting. Yeah. Um, it, I mean. It's crazy, though. It should be. Yeah, it, it should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's Phil is, I don't know. I, who, who else did I see? Because I mean, it is only 11. It's not like there are a lot yeah. of, there are more live players than that, but. I didn't see was Dustin we should look it up. Yeah, we should. Probably not. I didn't see his name. I don't think so. What the three names I saw at least were DeChambeau, um, Mickelson and like Taylor Gooch and, and that's about as far as as I got.
2: Mickelson, Bryson, and yeah, it does say nine others right here, but it doesn't say who. It says those.
0: Yeah, it just says,
2: Oh, Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, Matt Jones, um yeah, Mickelson. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Uh, Abraham, answer Swafford, Poulter, um, yeah, crazy. It is crazy to see where this goes. I we were going to talk about this anyway, so this question's kind of awesome that this came in. Um, but that's what you know. That's like the big talk right now is, because what do they even do? I mean, like no one. They're still making money, so it's not like they're really stopped being able to feed their families or something crazy. Yeah, you I know, know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, don't really know. know how
0: I quite feel about no, it. Like, I don't actually. really have a strong one about this, but I do know that, like, you know, the, the PGA Tour had been saying for the longest time, like, if you do this, this will happen. So it's like all of them have known whether or not you agree with it, that this yeah. could be the penalty, like a, a suspension. So, I mean, there's that, and I mean – I don't really, like you said, I mean, it seems like they want everything. They want to be able to, to go over there and, and take the money, do what they do, and still, you know, play, play over here. Play in the majors at least. Yeah. But I, I thought there was more things to figure out than that. Like, and I thought oh, there and was, I'm like, sure world ranking is. points and yeah, stuff and at, and at, at some point. and
2: like. But that's why they're – and I think that's part of – I think that the world rankings point points comes in with them, like, kind of blackballing – the PGA Tour was, like, colluding to make sure they didn't get yeah. rankings points, you know.
0: Or, well, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the, the main leverage, I guess, that the DP World Tour and the PGA, you know, kind of have right now, right? Yeah. Like, that was, like, the, the thing that needed to fall. But, I mean, it, the playoffs are coming soon. So, do you think that some of these guys, like, I mean, if, if you're – world ranking was frozen or something like that. Let's hypothetically say, like, quickly, you know, like, a judge was like, oh, yeah, like, we agree with you guys can play. Like, are you telling me that, like, Taylor Gooch and these guys, have they, like, would they have qualified for the FedEx Cup with what yeah. they did prior to joining the Live? Yeah. Because, I mean, doesn't it start? Like, or if they're saying
2: based on, like, their performance before Live started, maybe they would have qualified.
0: Right. Or something, right. I don't know.
2: You know, I mean – like you can shit you can sue for anything I guess I don't know i it does say in here this is crazy it does say um the masters it said we did not disinvite Phil Phil reached out and said he wasn't playing according to i well,
0: I figured that's well Ridley said that the chairman or whatever I mean that might have been that was obviously the masters you know in April that oh, maybe that was, was like, it
2: the what what other major was it the, was it another major didn't let him come right? Or did he, like, pull out of all of them?
0: Yeah, so I didn't – you know, I think the Masters would have been he was still kind of hiding out, like laying low, going to therapy or whatever. You know, I, I don't know. He said he, – that's what he said, yeah, right? I don't, I don't know what he was doing, but – Well, yeah, then but, you had – let's see. You had the PGA. I'm trying – oh, that's right. That's the one that he didn't He didn't play because he was the defending champion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're just a little slow tonight. That's right, because that was a big deal. I just he couldn't had,
2: remember if he pulled out of all of them or if, or if any of them were because he –
0: well, uh, I think I think he chose not to play in, you know, the I think the Masters. Well, shoot, you just read that, so I'm sure that's the case. Yeah. But I do remember that I just didn't remember that. It, it, I guess it had been I misremembered. I don't know if it if it had ever happened before that the, the defending champion, you know, didn't show up the following year and, you know, it wasn't like he was injured. So I do remember there was like a lot of talk that, you know, it was it was kind of a bummer that he that he wasn't there. So Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep an eye on this. Yeah. So anyway, back to the question. What even
2: was the question? Oh, he's like, "What do you think about it?" Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Well, well, we said I don't know that we have like right now. I don't know that I have a really strong uh, opinion yet. But there's gonna be there's gonna be more to come. So, hey, listen. Let's talk about the rocket mortgage. Yeah. What happened there? Tony. Tony. Anthony. That was awesome. That was in Maine. Two weeks in a row, right? Two in a freaking row, dude. That is awesome. He looks so good coming down, uh, coming down the stretch. He looked, he looks so comfortable. Um, I was I was so stoked for him. Uh, it's cool to watch his interviews after how hard he works. Dude, that was really cool. The the making putts. Yeah.
2: The quotes too, like about his kid and stuff. That was rad. Good for Tony. Like you guys, I've always rooted for him. I know he's, you know, Utah boy, but it's two in a row is tough to do in any Tampa Bay Lightning, Stanley Cup. Like that two in a row in any sport, in any competition, but let alone golf. Like to be in that mindset for two weeks in a row, the travel is gnarly. So, especially if you're, so he showed up on a Monday, right? Last two weeks ago and prepped probably maybe on a tuesday played a practice round played the pro-am wednesday started thursday played all four days won the tournament so play like was on the course as long as you could possibly be on a course flew that night probably went straight to you know straight to this tournament maybe came home for a night i don't know probably not and and to come out with that mentality and do it again i don't care who you are that's freaking tough
0: no, he seems to be like I said. He seems to be riding hot streak, and that guy starts making putts. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Like he just look he he looks so comfortable in everything he does, and he and he hits yeah. it so far, so effortlessly. He looked, he looked really good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you are right. I mean, I think so. He was in this one was in Detroit, so he was in Minnesota before that. The, yeah, that's three a. M. Yep, yeah, I mean, he's. I think at one point he was like, you know, like so he's like forty nine or. 50. Fifty under par for his like last that's insane. eight rounds or something like that. His last two golf tournaments. I mean, that's that's insane. And and it hard was hard to comprehend. Actually, did you watch? I didn't really see a
2: lot of it. Like I was paying attention to the. I was watching it on my phone, but I wasn't at home, so I know what were you doing. Cameron Young was right there. I was swimming with my kids on Sunday. It's hard to watch golf
0: it is when hard you're swimming. swimming.
2: Yeah, it's tough. But I was checking it, but I just wasn't, like, watching the feed really on
0: That's kind of what day. I did. I just, like, hopped in and out. Um,
2: but, I mean, other than him and Cam Young, it really wasn't, like, no one was really that close, right? Yeah. I oh, no. There was guys that were, he was, he won by five, right? He just pulled away at the end.
0: Yeah, but Cam, but Cam, but Cam Young was. At the
2: beginning of the round, right? It was pretty close. I remember that. Good for Finau, dude. He, I I think he really – and I love his swing. We were talking about, like, saving some. He hits, like, a three-quarter drive and hits it further than pretty much everyone on tour. I don't know what his stats are, but
0: – Yeah, he's he's really interesting because you, you'll you hear um, – you know, they would say this about Tiger, uh, you know, back in the day. Oh, he's got another gear, and you would see it sometimes, like, you know, on par fours that he knew he could get to, that he could really, really ramp it up it's pretty crazy like tony has like a couple more gears yeah if oh, if, yeah. if he wanted yeah i mean he's he's his swing is like a controlled swing for him right now but yet he still hits it an ungodly amount right? dude he does
2: he hits it so good i i like i don't know is it a little like ricky fowler ask like what is his swing doing like no how does he create so much power
0: I mean, he's tall. He has a lot of leverage. He's like six four. He's got he's got big hands and he's got a lot of a lot of angle, yeah. and so his kind of his his, his smash factor, right? When I mean, you, you talk about that ratio of ball well, speed, to yeah. head speed, is that what that? Is? I don't even know what that. Yeah, is. I mean, I think that's essentially what it is. We could look it up, but I do. I think it, it's kind of like a mesh of, of like your ball it. speed and and yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy, and his coach has a lot to do with it. Boyd Summerhayes, local guy, uh, Davis High. Um, <laughs> no, he did, but Boyd's done a lot. I mean, he's done a lot, uh, you know, to help him just in terms of of his consistency. But yeah, so he hits the ball great when he's making putts. So I noticed like he gone back. He's gone back to just a, a regular grip. I know that's kind of a nerdy thing to yeah. to talk about, but you know, you see guys messing around with grips. But yeah, so he's he's got a regular grip. Now I think he it cross-handed for a long time, mm-hmm. right? So he's he's got that confidence. And
2: even I remember I was watching in the morning or when it first kind of came on, and I don't remember what hole it was, but he made, he made a bogey, and he missed like a short putt to make a bogey. It was like a five- or six-footer, and it was ugly. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And the next hole, he made like a 30-footer for birdie. And I was like, dude, how the hell – and then he and then I think he kind of figured it out from there. I don't even know his scorecard, but I don't think he made too many bogeys after that. But it was, I don't know, dude. He if he figures out his putting, I don't know what else really would be holding him back other than between the ears.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he he was catching a lot of flack over the last couple of years for, you know, you know maybe not closing. But if you know you looked at his final round scoring and his he was shooting good scores, he was actually getting beat a lot of times. But his putter, I don't think it was wasn't as resilient as he is now and like to your point comes back makes that putt and he looked that way you know the last two tournaments i mean he just looked really comfortable with the putter
2: Uh, dude if he can get that killer instinct and and winning two in a row i don't know what else you can say other than he already has it so if he can keep it i guess i should say i mean dude what is he 13th in the world Right now that's gonna go up. Good time to be hot, right? Yeah. Right before
0: the, the playoffs
2: and. and I was saying this last week and Tad and JR initially disagreed with me. I think he's the next big name that's gonna go to the live, and they were like, No, no way. Dude, I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. You tell me why you wouldn't. I mean, I guess just my, my first gut reaction would be to agree with Tad and Jay. I don't I I don't see it. Um but again, like I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I hadn't really thought about that. My, I, I, you know, Tony just, all I would have is just knowing what I know of him and, and, you know, who the people are that like he really looked up to, and I would think that he's made a lot of money. Number one, yes. I he's, mean, he's made. Some, he's probably a, around he's thirty. A lot of really. He's made golf. around thirty million dollars, and his 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 stock is rising. I mean, like we've talked about, you've got guys that have defected. Uh, as they say to the live and maybe lost sponsorships i mean tony is like i think a corporate sponsor stream right now for sure um so his his star is rising i i think you know he values what say like tiger says i do think that i don't yeah. no i don't I know i'm play, just right. kind of assuming but again you know would it surprise me i mean yeah at this point you're right nothing it, would be it, shocking it's it's up. like i thought ricky would have been gone by now cuz i yeah. felt like we've been hearing that you know, and for, I just don't know
2: what lieutenants going to really do on the tour. So it made, like, again, when we talk about the ones that make sense, Ricky would be one to me that would make more sense. But, did but you, I just wouldn't be surprised if Tony went.
0: Did you guys talk at all last week? I just, I kind of found this out now. It got to the point with the live that there were enough players that Greg Norman was like, you know, calling guys and being like, you know, you're out this week. Yeah, like they were cutting. Yep, I've heard that. So I wonder. Because next year they're not, it's not going to be an invitational. It's going
2: to be. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're.
0: I was interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, no. so it, it's I found that interesting because you know everything about the live was just supposed to be kind of happy go lucky, but, but, but it's, it's gonna
2: start. It's gonna turn into a business, which is what it is, right? and they haven't lied about that. Right. And it will get cutthroat, and there is guys that maybe cash checks that are gonna get booted. Listen, they do make an offer to someone like Tony Finau. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna have any problem booting some random freaking dude that is like last on their. You know what I mean? But. I I did read that which would be interesting if they start capping entry to it and making in an, it then it becomes more exclusive. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, I mean and but then it becomes really similar to other tours in the sense that there's only so much room. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, um I just yeah, I I, I found that interesting because against that, you know, I'm sure there are other guys that are going to go that that are lined up to go and I mean, there could be guys that financially they're in a spot that they might just wait it out a little bit and see what a year looks like of all this and see how it plays out and then make their decision. Yeah. I know that there are people out there that say you gotta go get that money, you know. Yeah. Right now, but if, if you already feel comfortable and you're not ready to quote unquote like jeopardize, you know, your Do you know what I always think why it wouldn't shock me with anyone?
2: And to your point, just barely, if you're Greg Norman, what do you you're like, Oh guys, windows closing. Right. And so that makes a lot of sense. And and it's, to me, knowing the hockey world the way I do and that all pro pro sports in some way are, like, connected, these guys' agents have to be telling them, take them. This is the smartest thing for you to do. These guys, if they have a, whether it's a family attorney, whether it's, you know, whether it's an agent, whether it's a whoever. um, I don't know how many of these guys. I know a few of them represent themselves but i can't imagine some of the top tier guys do i I guarantee most of these guys
0: have. i actually i i I would have to do some i know i
2: do know a few guys that represent themselves but i you know if they do i I just know that that the the family thing whether it's i'm not saying these kids their parents are like hey you got to do this for me or for this or for that but if you're an agent you're pulling for it and those guys usually in a player's life an agent's a pretty big an agent's a guy that's probably been with them since college or since right after like since they turned pro and i don't know i don't even know i don't know if tony has an agent i don't know if oh does. i mean
0: he he definitely has an agent but what i was going to say was i don't i don't know who represents himself uh themselves like like lamar jackson um <laughs> but i will tell you and i would, what i was going to say was i i could do some quick research but when early on when a few of the big names on tour were announced that they were leaving you know to go to live actually one of their agents um i think they parted because of that and this is and this is why and i heard um you know Nablo or somebody like that saying <laughs> that i don't know who it was but uh I, essentially he was saying I that look this Nablo. this particular agent has spent his entire career um working with these corporate sponsors here in the U S. So the last thing he wanted his player to do is give up on that because, you know, a lot of these sponsors have, they're dropping mm-hmm. these guys when they go. So I know like that particular agent. Um, yeah, they, they parted and it wouldn't be that difficult for me to find, but no. so, yeah, I'm sure well, there are, point. I'm sure I, there are agents that, that say, you got to do it, you got to do it. And then there's probably some that feel, differently because that's just how the rest of the I just country can't imagine world, most, so if
2: you're that that agent is an outlier
0: because if you
2: got if you look at it from a straight business perspective that you're going to get new sponsors i'm sorry i'm not i there's going to be sponsors there that still support you through live and there are i mean like oh, these these guys are still doing their thing with a lot you know like you said some of these some people have pulled out but the way the contracts are structured that's all the eight you know An agent wants his player to earn a number based on his performance or his previous performance, like any other sport. And golf, you're always like, well, hopefully you're still good next year. Hopefully you're still good next week. Hopefully you're still good in a month. Unless you win a huge marquee event, then that money ain't guaranteed. And the corporate sponsors, I'm sorry, like you can go speak at some country clubs, but unless you win, like... A major or more than three or four tournaments, you're not like really gonna make the sponsorship dollars that these top couple percent of PJ Tour players do. So that's my, you know,
0: no, for sure. And I and I listen. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I was just yeah, but that's I, just, a I cool. just remember. I just I had just Good remembered for that, that
2: dude, that. and he's keeping his honor and his respect for the game. Or I'm sure it was
0: more than that for him. I mean, I think there's some business sense to it because of, of the way that a lot of sponsors, yeah, have dropped them and he's looking out for his like overall image. Cause it's weird. Cause some people view it in such a negative, yeah. negative way. Yeah.
2: You know, people no, it's true. Feel so
0: feel so strongly about yeah. it. That's why I was saying, you're it's like, very... I wonder if any agents would, I'm like, I'd probably, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, you're right. It is so divided that there's bound to be those cases. I, Just if you're an agent for a player and you're doing your job, it's, it's, you can't, you can't mix it. Typically, it's, you're trying, you're trying to
0: get, you're trying to get, it's not based. I don't want my
2: agent mixing his heart into my decisions. I want an agent that is like looking out for, I'll be the heart of my decisions. Right. But whatever. Anyway, that's my live talk. Well, we
0: do. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to transition into who won. Who won last week? Enrique. He, he loses the, uh, the Ryder Cup captain uh label, wins so to so four, to speak, wins and, four mil. and then just cruises right into a four million dollar so Awesome, good for Henrik, good for Stency. I still haven't really seen is, much of any of finishes, these. Have you? So,
2: that finish is so ugly,
0: though. Do you watch? Do you watch these tournaments? I watched the first couple days. Do you I just go to their go website to, or do you go to YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, just you? YouTube. Yeah,
2: and the coverage is awesome. Yeah, the guys are good. Uh, um, Faraday was really good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, he's on. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm still hoping they get Barkley. I well, he said it's not happening now. Is he? I just I just heard he was open to it. Because, he was, yeah. and he's like the number would have to be right. But I can't yeah. imagine they didn't offer him a big number, right? I actually, so he you couldn't should look do. It, look, you've got your so computer up. So he couldn't do TNT and live they wouldn't let it, like, don't, one or do other. i don't
0: even know if it got that far i thought he was just kind of waiting for an offer but i mean you know go to your magic box there and yeah. i'll just keep talking you should be able to find See, it Yeah, you're right says he's stano turner yep but i think that's recent i mean i think what you're saying yeah. is true i think that's just been in, in the this last just like, a couple days ago couple days yeah. yeah
2: Huh? he just said basketball has given me every single thing in my life it is the best for me it is best for me um staying with Turner for the rest of my T V career. So they didn't offer him enough money? I, you're I met with Greg and I told him yes, I'm in in a win win situation, Barkley said Thursday. If they offer me something good, that's great. If they don't, I've got a great job there at TNT. Go.
0: So they so I mean So it wasn't enough.
2: Yeah. But maybe TNT I mean, what do you think a dude like that makes? Like more than ten he, a year? 20?
0: I mean he, he makes a good amount. I, think, I, think. I mean, 20. I don't know. We could we, we could look that up, but yeah. yeah, I mean, and maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what. Just going back to it real quick. That 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 one particular player's agent was saying. I don't think it was feelings. I think he was saying like, I see this being more lucrative for his business for, for you. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he was like. Yeah, he's like we've developed. Over the years, these relationships—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. so he's like, for you, maybe they looked at the money that was offered to him, and he's like, no, no, no. I I see this specific being more, situation was right. Bad. But with Barkley, I I kind of <laughs> said that jokingly, but you essentially just read that he was like, if they offer me something yep, great, that's awesome. What he said.
2: But if it's not and, not, and good on Barkley to be so blunt. Open. that it's just like these are two opportunities. Yeah. Like Jr. was saying, he's like, if I work for Amazon and Google offers me more money to do my same job, I'm probably going to go to Google. Agreed. Or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter.
0: No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I did read today that uh, there is one person lobbying for, uh, um, for a spot out there. I read today, and that is that's that's JD dude, John Daly. Oh, I guess he I guess he called Greg and he was like, dude, like, yeah, what the fuck, they're homies, right? Well, I don't know. Well, doesn't sound like it, but I guess John he would love to do it for obvious reasons, you know, good money and and whatever else.
2: I Can't imagine that wouldn't be good for business. That's what I live. was kind of
0: thinking. But Daly said that um, Norman just. Norman actually said you're too old, and he just said no. You know we've got enough Dang. guys that that want to play. over. I don't know if it was that harsh, but that was like the quote. You I know, wonder if that, he
2: just can't shoot the scores, and it would just be like too hard to have him out there. Or, is that, or, I don't know. I saw the other day he got a hole in one in some celebrity tournament or some barefoot. He
0: was like barefoot. Do you see that? I did see that. That's awesome. I did see that? <laughs> He's such a cool so dude. I could hear like I like the kids in the background were like screaming. Right? Like, ah oh. yeah.
2: I've read his book, In and Out of the Rough.
0: Honestly, I, I kind of agree with you though. Like he's like the perfect mold. I him. don't know. And unless unless he's worried that John might like, I don't you know, what he'd be like worried. pull out of tournaments or like yeah. you know, because John does things like that from yeah. time to time. Or if he just or if it is just like a quality of golf uh situation, I'm not sure. But I do know that John's not coming out the of the daily trainer. daily comes with, with some fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think his fans are a very they go, they go NASCAR I heavy, think it dude. Would be, They're like yeah. Kurt Busch fans, too, yeah. man. They travel. Kurt Busch. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first one that came. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually like Denny Hamlin, oh but God. I didn't want to throw him out there.
2: God, uh, two really good NASCAR. I would have said Cole Trickle, fictional Cole, NASCAR. Cole Trickle. <laughs> fictional NASCAR fans. like Richard Petty. <laughs> the king, wasn't he just in the news? He's, <laughs> is he still alive, actually? I don't believe so. Oh,
0: so dang. He could, I mean, no, but he's got, you know, R. R. we go into NASCAR right now. RIP, so. king. <laughs> Somehow we transition into NASCAR. That's when we really know we're just like going off.
2: That's amazing. Hey, Richard Petty's still alive. Is he? Holy
0: shit, Richard Petty. Where did you see you arrive? Where did you see him? I don't remember, but I just saw
2: him. Like, he was, I just saw something that he was doing. Damn.
0: Sure, it wasn't Dennis Eckersley?
2: (laughs) They do look strikingly similar.
0: And I hope I hope one of our listeners out there gets that reference. Okay, before Somebody. we get
2: too off too off topic, Henrik Stenson won. Good for them. Good for the live. It was fun. I do hope they get a TV deal. It was. I yeah. like watching it on YouTube, and I like watching it with no commercials. And I liked all the stupid Jersey mailbox heads yelling shit in the back swings. And I know I know D. caddy had to yell at some. Did you see that? No. And, th- and there's like music playing because the li- the vibe out there is totally. I heard Nicholson
0: got heckled. Did you hear I'm that? Sure. Somebody it, yelled like he was he was getting ready to hit. I didn't him. Somebody see that yelled album, the- it, like. Hey, hey, Phil, do it for the Crown Prince. (laughs) That's awesome. I guess he and they asked him about being heckled, and he was like, "It's all right." Like, yeah. yeah. What happened with DeChambeau? So, just the people were being loud, and his caddy like flipped shit. But wait a minute, I thought the live tour was the rock and roll party tour. So that's what they're they're like they're like chill,
2: bro. Like his caddy, like we party here. You could see the veins in his neck. He was like the he was like that. That uh, second base umpire, but that is
0: part of the draw, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: that, like, there's like they, music like, going, music playing and, I, and I think, and I don't think he's necessarily. Engaging. I don't maybe I couldn't hear. I don't think they're heckling him. Yeah. I just think they're dudes being drunk and loud, right? Right next. To I the mean, green. some might be heckling him, and he's him. and he's about to hit a chip, and the caddy like turns around, walks like a you know takes those couple steps. The caddy, the power move, yeah, and he's like, "Hey, I need it quiet. Fuck you." Like, and and everyone's like but no one's being quiet like everyone's kind of like what like dude like what? go back to the PGA bro like if you want
0: right if you want the quiet sign? No, i didn't i didn't see that yeah. i didn't see that i you know what i do like i like how simple uh the lives website is yeah like when i go to the pga tours website and i'm like trying to pull up the leaderboard so half the annoying. time like right before i go to click it like the screen changes and i fucking we talk about the
2: tech with the pga tour and their app is really shitty and yeah, yeah it's stupid
0: no i mean it's really simple to go
2: Website leaderboard and right how there. hard is it these days to like, dude, hire someone to do it? Like, we're not asking you to freaking reinvent the wheel. Just like, make right. a good website that's easy to navigate.
0: Hey, who won the team event? Was there there? Was it Dustin Johnson's team? Did I see that? Did each one of those, those guys get four like, four aces? Yeah, four aces? What did they get for that? Each guy? Oh, I forget. Let me like look. Seven fifty or something? Something stupid. Something stupid. Um,
2: let's see. Was it was was it the four aces? I don't even know. Um. So Stenson, he wins three shot lead. Um. Dude, I don't know. Where does it show the team event? I just see all the shit about.
0: That's Doc right. Stenson. Yeah. So it is. So it, it Dustin Johnson, uh, aces. and his his four aces. Which is comprised of uh, Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, and Pat Perez. Each got uh, seven hundred and fifty of the three million dollar first place. Yes, you were right, seven hundred and
2: fifty. Awesome.
0: And then Henrik got the other four. What did Pat shoot? Freaking seventy nine. Can we find that out? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: That's so good. Yeah. Did Pat high seventies his way into another? Seven figure check. Absolutely
2: He did. And and that's a decision you made. That's Hell yeah. good. And Pat's agent is that's
0: what's cool about the team competition too, is like that's why I think that's why I think I like that aspect of Live. I'd like that they yeah. do different I really and you and I have talked about that. Yeah. Um I think sometimes when we're on the podcast and we try to like, you know, we we try to like debate each other, it might seem like we're, we don't, you know, we're not on the same line. But honestly, yeah, I think the live, the creative things that they're doing. um, Well, did you
2: hear what? So Greg Norman on during an interview said that that was a result of a year of polling. There, he was like, we polled hundreds of thousands of people across North America, and that was like one of the resounding suggestions that people wanted to see was a team event was some, like something built with a team event. Also
0: Yeah, another, another wrinkle, something else to kind of cheer for, be motivated about. Yeah.
2: Like listen to your fans, something else to bet on, listen to the people that watch your sport. Maybe like do what football does and literally cater to before betting was legal. It was so catered to betting before, even before that. And like give the fans what they want. Right. I don't know. It's not that hard. I feel like,
0: I think you're right. I think you're right.
2: All right. What do we got? Well, yeah, late? I
0: think, I think, no, no, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good on, uh, should you want to, you want to wait to do the picks? The, no, should, do the, our, should we do the bet? Yeah. Do our picks for next yeah, week? Yeah. Let's, yeah, listen, I want you to get into a little hockey off season. So let's, uh, let's go through the bets. Obviously, we can't get in touch with the boys right now,
2: but we can talk about last week and Zach collecting
0: the win. With I did take, I did take Tony. It was a victory for both of
2: us. So you get double. You get you won the bet um, with the low man, and you he won the event. So that's a twenty dollars bet from each guy.
0: Did we do the live
2: too? That's a good payday. We did do the live, and I don't know where Tad's notes are, and I don't remember who. So we might I to took play. Dustin
0: Johnson. Did you?
2: I don't remember who I picked, and I don't have that in front of me. Maybe well, we, we were can... in the
0: car. Yeah, that's right. We'll have to. We'll, we'll touch. We'll touch base. So with maybe Tad. did it's you clean here. up?
2: So did you clean up both?
0: Unless somebody took Henrik, or I don't
2: think anyone took Henrik,
0: or I can't remember who took who took second. we're really on top of it tonight. I'm sure it's in Tad's notes. Um, well,
2: nonetheless, we'll settle the live bet next we'll, week, so we'll, stay tuned. We'll we settle can, that. We can leave a cliffhanger for 13 listeners.
0: So we've got
2: so this week, we're gonna do there's no live event, we're gonna do a bet for the Windham. Indeed, where's the where's the Windham? Uh, uh North Carolina. Come on and raise up, and see. I like it. Who, who do we got?
0: Well, you have chosen Davis Riley. Davis Riley. Ryan sinking outside of the box. I yeah, like it. Like that. I like it. Uh, Zach has chosen Scott Stallings. Scotty, and we feel really good. We feel really good. About I know you characters.
2: were debating, so Stallings was good. And then we have. There's Sean and Tatter like absolutely out of service by a million miles, but I do have a we pick. we got Jay's pick? Sun J M. Oh. I like that pick. I didn't even pick. see him on here. But Jay. Sun Jay.
0: Jay's got Jay's got a line on something. Yeah, he does have a line on something. For sure he does. I like it. I so, like that guy. I like
2: his swing. I don't know. What is this course? Like, I don't know who won last year. Is there like a
0: is there um, a line on? I know Will's out. Zalatoris is favored. I definitely think it's a course that you're oh, going to have a, to go. Is it a Donald Ross? It is a Donald Ross course. These guys, these guys make a lot of birdies out here. I don't think it's a particularly long golf course. So yeah, you are going to have to make a lot of birdies over the years. It's been fun to watch because it's it's generally the last tournament. So it's it's kind of a last ditch effort for some guys trying to qualify for the FedEx Cup or. You know, just trying to yeah. trying to make something happen at the very end. Get so. some points and get in. Um, Webb Simpson. And, and I believe he's won it before Webb is, I think. He Turn, played at Wake Forest. He's a North Carolina guy. I think it's 2011, good vibes. 2011, 2011 yeah. he won. It's good vibes for him. Yeah, so maybe a dark horse with Webby. Yeah, I like that.
2: Hell yeah. Well, it'll be fun. I don't know how my guy's going to do, but. Well, you
0: can't backtrack now.
2: No, I can't. I'm going with him, Davis Riley,
0: all the way. Alabama boy. I love it. Did you? Did we have any other bets that we wanted to get to?
2: No, I don't think this week. I think we are going forward. Me and Zach have a good idea that um, instead of just picking the winners for the PGA Tour, I think we're going to mix it up and do a combined bet. So we will do. We'll pick a winner each of us for the PGA, and we'll pick a winner for the LPGA, which um, we also have done. This week, and we will play those combined in like a team kind of format. And
0: maybe a live if it's possible. Yeah. So like we, we would pick a player and then combine their scores uh, and yep. then the lowest yeah. cumulative score. I, I really like that idea. Win something. And then cool. that's a
2: fun way. we we'll, like, obviously, the hockey season will start in a couple months, and, and we're going to do some fun betting segments around the NHL. But for the golf, I think that's a really good, fun thing moving forward is to do pick two or three. And then,
0: yeah, you've got to, like, have everyone play good. Anything, you know, to bet on. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think we the guys could be will be in.
2: Curling, what can we bet on right now? Like, there's got to be, like, a Cuban League baseball game going on right now.
0: Hey, I love that uh, you were talking about some potential hockey bets because I wanted to ask you. I wanted to make sure we we, we get in a little hockey talk, brother. Um, what's going on with the offseason? season? I know, I don't I don't I'm not really hip to all the signings, but I do know that like this is the time of year that you'll see some players move around, yeah. correct? Yeah give us, give us been, some of the, the There's the been news. movement
2: and there still will be a bunch of movement. There the big ones right now are maybe one of the best defensemen on the market was um, Klingberg in Dallas and he signed with the Ducks. So I believe he signed like a two year deal, which is pretty team friendly and see where he's at. I can't don't quote me on that. He might have signed a longer deal than that. Um, so Klingberg to the Ducks, I think that's a good pickup for them. I don't think they're the, – the rap on him was is he wasn't going to go anywhere and be a number one, so there was no contending teams that were probably going to be really keen on signing Klingberg, even though he is a good defenseman. And I would say, in my humble opinion, he's definitely like a third defenseman, maybe a two. He's kind of a power play guy. He can put the puck in the net. Um and he is good defensively, he's long, he's he's lanky, he's in, and he plays the position well, but um like I said, he's that's that's a guy that even though he's a big signing, he's definitely he's not a number one defenseman. So there was really the the teams that are probably gonna be in contention next year really weren't in the hunt for him anyway. Um Jesper Bratt, really good forward for New Jersey, that almost went to arbitration. He was making three mil last year and he had he was almost a point per game guy. So that's like Way under. They almost went to arbitration. They signed. He, Jersey'd signed him to a one-year deal. So that dude, he's 24. Point, like I said, last year he was a point-per-game guy making three mil. Like, that's an insane deal. And the Devils supposedly were trying to re-sign him close to, like, four million or giving him a little raise, maybe four and a half. Um, and then he wanted, like, six or seven. So they were about to go to arbitration. But just, I think today he signed a deal. Uh, one year deal that's really big cuz i think jersey might be sneaky good next year. Well, i like it. I don't know cuz they're still really young and and i don't know they've got to still get a couple pieces in there but but they but i like their roster. If you just look at their roster, they've got a bunch of really young, like really talented players. I like when jersey's good. Um the other big one that still they in the insiders claim this one's a done deal but Kadri to the Islanders. So if you guys remember Kadri, I do. Causing the the fits I in the and playoffs. all those series against Edmonton, against uh, um in the finals, especially like I mean he was just a beast against Tampa, and he missed some time, broke his hand. Came, well, then he got had surgery, came back in the playoffs, right? Like, well, he was out was supposed to be a six week thing, and he was out for like two weeks. So, Cadre's a beast. So Lou is Lou Lamorello, GM of the Islanders, is notorious for keeping things really close to the vest and until he has to announce things he typically doesn't so the fact that Kadri hasn't you know signed anywhere that anyone can claim in the media they just assume that he has signed and they just haven't announced it um in New York so Kadri to the Islanders is supposedly where that one is um I know, the, I know Jay, I wish Jay was here this week. I wanted to talk to him about a couple of guys from Boston maybe coming back now that, that uh, they've fired their coach at the end of the year. I'd be curious. I don't really know <clears throat> a ton about what they're thinking and, and their management, but I know Jay is pretty keen in the, on the Bruins. So those are the big deals. I mean, we'll look ahead to um, everyone's you know training camps will kick up here in the next month and – And then I think rosters will be pretty solidified. So I would say by next week we should hear a little bit more and have maybe a couple more stories. There's a couple ugly stories out there that I'm not going to get into tonight, but maybe we can
0: build up next week. Giving us a tease?
2: I don't know. It's like it's not awesome to talk about, but Hockey Canada is under some fire for some past transgressions, Mm -hmm. and they're pretty bad too. It's not like, you know, just something light so they've been they've been like defunded they've been defunded the government supports hockey canada um and they put a lot of money into that it's their national sport it's their pride and joy and they have suspended um funding hockey canada and and that includes i believe the women too and so that's like you know some of the women's players have come out and they're like hey like we didn't do anything here and so yeah, that'll be a story I might do a little more research on, and we will maybe talk about. Like I said, it's not fun to talk about, but it is a story, and it deserves to be talked about. So yeah,
0: so keep yep. tab keep tabs on yeah, that. I mean is there is there them. anything out there like on it right now? Any any articles anywhere? I mean, I feel yeah, like I've you read. Can, a, you, can a you can find them. Um, you
2: can find them. You can find them. What are we talking? Are we talking That's like that. abuse here? Yeah. So okay. one of them. One of them involved um, the. The world junior team from 2018, okay, allegedly sexual assaulting person, a like young lady, okay, But
0: And coaches, players, co- or we're we talking players, players, and then, players, somebody, and then some, yeah. and then
2: maybe some. You know, they're calling for everyone to step down. So gotcha. maybe there was some, maybe there was some cover up, and and another one. There's two. I mean, there's another one from from my birth year, though three Canadian. Obviously, I'm American born, but the that year i played against a lot of those canadian kids and that oh three world junior team at an event supposedly was a lot of underage drinking and, and another assault took place and and after all these years uh, someone has stepped forward and and put a name and a voice to it so They'll be heard for sure. We'll see what happens.
0: I mean, you know, you live long enough. All these large organizations, like no one's impervious to it. Somebody there's a the lot on is, this is, too.
2: There's a lot on this too. I just, I just randomly yeah. threw it in because it's definitely like in the news. But
0: yeah, you and I, we'll keep. Yeah, we'll yeah. keep. We'll keep tabs on it. It's not something you want to uh, speak about unless you can speak about it intelligently and with facts. So yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I wanted to at least. Uh, I wanted to get a little hockey in. Um, gotta get a little. Puck it it in. does. It does warm my heart to think about. The Devils, just because that's kind of the time that, like, when when we were friends, you know what I mean. Your dad was still working for the Devils, like when I say when we were friends, when we became friends, when when we became, when we first kind of. Yeah, I used to rock a lot of Devils gear, a lot of Devils gear. There was some ancillary
2: Devils gear floating around, and and yeah, those were really fun times. I loved living there, like or my parents living there. It was a it was a really cool place and a fun team, and and they really supported the community and the youth hockey like New Jersey,
0: it will always have a place in my heart. So love it. Yeah. Well, I know we're, we're, we're just getting to wrap up, but before we do, uh, Ryan and I wanted to show some respect for a man that passed away yesterday. Me being a a, a lifelong Dodger fan, uh, Vince Scully, Ryan being a big Vince Scully fan, we're actually old enough that we've listened to Vince Scully on AM radio my dad grew up listening to him. Anybody that's a sport fan of a a sports fan at a certain age would definitely know his voice. So, Rye, what do you want to add to that, brother? Dude, I do. I I like. I'm.
2: I always joke that that that's my my secret NL team is the Dodgers. Like, I root for the Twins, Minnesota guy, but <clears throat> but I do love the Dodgers. It's it's a fun team to watch. We we you see a lot of really good players. They're an organization organization that more recently has has paid a lot for players. But even back in the day, like Manny Ramirez, going back to, you know, maybe, what was that, 15 years ago, like those teams. I feel like every era the Dodgers have had a competitive, like, awesome roster. And then Tommy Lasorda, maybe one of the most awesome coaches, managers, baseball, just people to ever exist. Like, that whole era was awesome. Like, their history, their stadium, one of the three – Remaining stadiums that are you know the old mm-hmm. school what is it Wrigley Fenway and Dodger and Dodger yeah. Stadium and Blue
0: Heaven so and the voice like his like, voice like encapsulates everything you just said like, like all the history we were talking and about
2: like what other we were talking about Masters like what else like the dude did everything
0: yeah he did he I mean I think he was in the business for you know sixty years you know Dodger games he 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 did he did the Masters I'm sure he did. um I think he did just about everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He literally did everything.
0: Uh, sorry, I'm trying to pull up a
2: clip. Yeah, so what can, are we doing? We're paying homage to Vin, and I was, and we're, we got
0: an ad. Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, I was an ad. Yeah, but
2: the impact will be but I would is. like
0: to hear this. Which, which one are we playing? The voice up? is iconic. Should we play it? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, am I going to guess which one it is? Well, it's the only one there. Well, it's the only one, only of, one. one of. One of. Sacks waiting on deck, but the game right now is at the plate.
1: 88
0: High fly
2: ball into right field. She is! Listen to how he laid out for that. Like, that is freaking so awesome. He lays out. He lets the crowd be involved. Like, that was my maybe my favorite thing about Vin. All these announcers now step all over every call and try to get their iconic thing on it. And Vin just freaking like, dude, thanks, Vin, for letting her ride. Like, 100%.
0: 100%. I mean, he was, you could listen to him on the radio and it was, it was it just as good as, as honestly, watching it yeah. on TV. You just close of, your eyes
2: and freaking see it, dude. Like, he painted the picture. He
0: really, he really did. And if I've, you want the
2: best, my favorite clip, and if you want to, maybe we'll play it next week. And it's the Baumgartner snake story. Google Vin Scully Baumgartner,
0: Madison Baumgartner. And yep. you will freaking get the treat of a lifetime.
2: Well, Zach, it's been fun, dude
0: brother this was this was great i don't know if we ran out of steam in the middle but i really enjoyed this i hope we did the boys proud i hope uh, everyone's doing well tonight we thank you for tuning in that was fun
2: dude i really think next week man bring the heat send us some voicemails send us some some texts let's get going
0: we appreciate the questions we really do we love them all right from from ryan
2: and zach from the Donnie den Donnybrook crew. Don't be an I asshole. Picture did it. Long as someone drink it, never dropped the ball, fuck are y'all thinking, making sure the young money ship is never sinking, Back to set it off in this bitch, Jada Pinkett, I shouldn't have drove, tell me how I'm getting home, you too fine to be laying down in bed alone, I could teach you how to speak my language. Rosetta Stone I swear this life is like the sweetest thing I've ever known Back to go thriller, Mike Jackson on these niggas All I need is a fucking red jacket with some zippers Super good out, a package of the swishes. I did it overnight, it couldn't happen any quicker I stand here waiting for you all the time